Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ron Coomer can talk about David Ortiz. He can talk about labor strife. And he can talk about the Chicago Bears because he grew up there. Coomer, how are you tonight? You see, are you in a warm place or not? I, I am in a warmer place than you, buddy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I am in Clearwater Beach. It is not warm here right now, but it is not, uh, you know, 20 degrees or 20 below zero. 20 below here. tonight, yeah. Yeah, it's a little warmer here. It's 50s, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't quite consider it a nice day, but for Florida, it was. It's, it beats, beats the alternative. <laughs> beats Chicago the alternative, as they say. Now, did you grow up a big Bears fan? Were you, were you a, a Ditka Butkus, Gale Sayers guy? Where, where were you in that, that pecking order? Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. Um, Gale Sayers is a little old, a little before my time. Um, I was a little guy when I yep. saw him play. Uh, Butkus, kind of the same thing. Uh, but definitely Ditka, Mike, and I have been friends a very long time. Um, from being here, and uh, you know, big Bears fan always, and then you know, believe it or not, I was a big Vikings fan too, being sure. there so long, you know. So um, I would get, I was season ticket holder, uh, Paul and I, and I'd get a hard time from the Vikings fans when they'd play the Bears at the dome, you know, and I'd come to sit in my seats, but it was all good. Well, you now this Ryan Pohl, they're going to Pohl's are going to hire as their general manager, and the, and, the, and the Vikings were looking at him too. I mean, like, like, is there somebody you want to see the Bears hire as a head coach now? Well, you know, to me, it's all about the quarterback position, right? In Chicago, for yeah. The Bears, his Fields, the guy, right? Somebody, yeah, Fields that you can have work with Fields that's going to be good. Um, you know, is Peterson the guy that was in Philadelphia, or some other guy? Yeah. You know. But you've got to be able to work with that young kid because I, from when he came to Chicago this year, you kind of felt like he took a step backwards this past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you didn't feel like he was going to beat you for sure, right? No, and, and you know, just, you know, in watching as a fan, I'm no, you know, great football mind by no means. But you still understand competition and you understand. You played the guy, game too, though. You grew up playing some I, football. I did, yeah, but. Obviously not to the to yeah. a high level, but you still understand and you can watch people, whether they understand or don't understand what's happening on the field. And, you know, I, I think he's still, you know, there's still some learning to, to, to happen. Now, uh, Coom, today David Ortiz went into the Hall of Fame, and, and, and I don't remember. I was trying to recollect. I guess I could have looked it up, but I, did, I forgot to. Did your pass cross with the Twins? Absolutely. He was traded to the Twins from Seattle. Yep. 
and he showed up. Um, David showed up in spring training and was lockered right next to me in Fort Myers. Big fella and a great guy. We played together for a couple years. Um, super guy. We've been friends a long time now, but he's you know well deserving. Obviously, it's one of the one of the spots that the Twins you know obviously didn't make the right call. But all in all, you know David was just tremendous guy. Great for the game, and, and what a career he had, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that he had an enemy, did he? he he's, he's one of those guys, as I recall, that, that would smile all the time. I can remember um, uh, teammates would... <laughs> Would kid him about how old are you really, David? Because because you know a lot of times the the, the players that come from somewhere else, are, there was always rumors about birth certificates and you know buying birth certificates. You know what I'm talking about, Coom? And, and, and they'd tease him about that. And he'd give it right back to him, uh, but 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 always with a smile. Well, he was the first 21 year old. Now you're sitting next to a guy in a locker room that had probably had six or seven knee surgeries by then. He's supposed to be 21, and he's rubbing ointment on his knees before he's putting sleeves on him. I'm like, he's 21? I'm like, dang. <laughs> but you know what? He was a great guy. He was a great teammate. I was really happy for him when he went to Boston and things took off. And, you know, when you when you look at what he did as a player, you know, from the time he left Minnesota to the, to the time he finished after the 13th season, man, that's it. Pretty amazing. It is. Uh, three World Series titles, 10 All-Star games. Was it as simple as him saying, I'm just going to swing for the fence? No, he was a hitter. He, he he was a well-rounded hitter. That's why he did so well. And Fenway Park played right into his game because he could go deep to left over the monster. And if you started coming inside, he was going to kill you. And, you know, so that ballpark was tailor-made for him. Um, and, and he used it to his advantage, you know especially during playoffs. I mean, so many big playoff games that, you know, you put him in Fenway and he he really didn't have a hole in his swing. Ron Coomer is our guest. See, that's what I remember about him. The the big guy uh, with the twins that that, that he could go the other way. He could. So he could go the other way with power. He could pull the ball, obviously. Uh, You know, at that time with the twins, the twins were not, you know, we had a bunch of young players and, you know, Tom wanted to keep the ball on the ground and, use the turf and all those things and you know that wasn't going to be david's david's deal and you know and then he was pretty exposed at first base on the Astro turf defensively even though he yeah. had very good hands he couldn't move all that well but boy you put that bat in his hand and it, all that all those things went away when uh you watched him come to the plate with men on men in base i yeah i don't remember him ever playing first base for boston did, did he ever put a glove on uh, a little bit but not too often come, come playoff time he had to you know, yeah. I'm sure Terry Francona, another buddy, you know, held his breath every time the ball went over that way. But, <laughs> you know, hey, that's all right. They got through it, and they won three championships because of it. Yeah, and, and, and you'll throw a guy out there if you think he might produce three hits, right? Well, his hits, you know, there was the one playoff series against the Yankees where he had three walk-off hits in a row. I remember that now. Great games, I mean. Think about that. This is the ALCS to go to the World Series. Three walk-off hits, two bombs, and a single walk-off hits in a row. You are now a hero yeah. for life in Boston, aren't you? I mean, when yeah, you do, you do that, look. <laughs> now, now, Alex Rodriguez, another guy you're familiar with, is a part owner of the Timberwolves. What was he like to play against and, and as a competitor? And what? Yeah. Can we still talk about Ortiz? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, like today, listening to the, you know, MLB Network, you know, they had, they were talking about the two of those guys together, and, you know, I just don't think it's fair to David. David was a good, solid, great guy, good teammate, all the positives, and then you got another guy who, you know, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I could say any of those things. I understand. Right so, you know I what understand. I mean? I, I, I'm a big fan of David, put it that way. So, 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 like a guy like Ortiz, when you talk about what makes a great teammate, and, and I mentioned, of course, I'm just in the media, and I, and I covered him when he was here, and I always enjoyed it, and, uh, you, you know, the, the fun that he would have with the, uh, whether it was the clubhouse guy or the, or, or the hitting coach, whoever it was, uh, they were going back and forth. They had nicknames for each other and all those things. But, but what is, uh, to you, the definition of a great teammate? Well, he had time for everybody, and he understood somewhat of his role. I know this happened in Boston, but I watched it happen in Minnesota when the Twins signed Christian Guzman, who you remember, the shortstop, who really didn't speak much English at all. Guzzi was an extremely talented young kid and really nice kid, but, you know, very raw when it came to, you know, our, our culture and yep. the language and things like that. And I just remember David grabbing him and say, you come with me and you're always with me. And, and things were good for, for Guzzi because David, David took care of him. And I, and I just looked at that and he didn't have to do it. And David by no means was a star in the league yet, but he, he taught Christian how to go around major league baseball. And I thought that was really cool to watch. And when you, you know, Mike, as you know, when you watch people in our game and in the media and all that, when they, how they treat people, you get get a really good judge on on what a person's like by the way they treat people. Yes, you know, and uh, how they, they treat, treat everyone, right? Yeah. He treated the 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 young kid clubhouse guy the same way he would treat Mister Polad walking in. Yep, he was just great to everybody, and that to me tells you all you need to know about guys. Can you stand with us for a quick break? I want to talk about whether we'll see spring training or not. Absolutely, buddy. Ron Absolutely. Coomer is our guest. Always fun to visit with the Coom. Will there be a spring training on schedule? Is baseball in jeopardy? We'll ask Coombe when we come back. One more Hall of Fame question for Ron Coomer. Uh, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling all fall short for the Hall in their final shot to get in. Surprise you at all? It did, yeah. I thought the two guys would get in this time. I thought uh, Clemens and Bonds would get in um, just because of the 10-year period, and you know they were trending that way. Um you know, I, I never really got to know Barry Bonds. Played against him, but never really got to know him. I was teammates with Roger. And, you know, with all that's gone on with Clemens, um, I, I'll say this. What his numbers are, they speak for themselves. But, Mike, you, you want to talk about a great teammate. He was a great teammate. Um, so, for me, I, you know, with all that's gone on with him, um, I was really pulling for him to get in. Uh, he made a pretty nice statement at the end of like let's just turn the page now and move on um that will never happen in baseball because of the new rules with the hall of fame and some yeah. of the voting you know some of the the new ways of getting in yeah but, uh, great teammate great guy a uh, great family I, i'm a big fan of roger now the baseball as it sits here and they and they be their negotiations and they're and they're into them a little bit and you know we forget that it's a work stoppage because uh, uh it is what it is but obviously no twins fest here and all that that which might be covid related but I don't even know uh but but where do you think it sits right now and how much do you fear uh a shortening of the season or a delay in the season 
I, you know what, I was very encouraged in the last 48 hours that both sides have sat down and they've had some, some productive talks, right? Not just talks, not just pointing fingers at each other, but productive talks. The Players Union took a couple things off the table. The ownership group has agreed to some things. And to me, and they're all financial, right? So they're financial um, things that, to me, means you know both sides are. are some common sense is starting to filter into this negotiation because I really, with all that's gone on in the last two years, with you know COVID and and you know, all the things, the social you know issues that all of our cities are. And baseball was the one sport in the summer where you could go and you could enjoy it. You know, there were fans at some point. They're not fans. But we really can't have our game be another issue in our town, right? So I, yeah. I just really hope um, that, you know, our game can figure it out. You're talking, Mike, about a $10 billion industry. Yeah. There's enough money to be enough money where everybody can be happy. Yeah. Now, now right? when you when you look at that and you hear things like um, service time and, and, and how they can play with getting to six years and all those things, do players get real riled up about those kinds of things? Uh, you know, minimum minimum uh, uh, rookie contract, things like that. Does that matter a lot? Or are most guys saying, hey, if you prove yourself, you'll get paid? Well, it, it's that, it used to be that way. It used to be where guys were worried about the rules mattered a lot more. 20 years ago because guys didn't make as much. So the opportunity of getting to free agency, the opportunity of getting to arbitration was important, you know, to, to get somewhat of a fair deal with your salary. Um, nowadays, if you play five, six, seven years in the league, um, if you screw that money up, that's your fault. Yeah. You know, I mean, but you know, at the end of the day, both sides have to figure out, a good deal, and neither you know you can't be on the player's side and think, "Well, we just make we're going to make substantial money and just put your head in the sand." I think this is an important negotiation for our league and to continue on just the way we're going. But uh, at the end of the day, there's there's plenty of money there, and I don't think the issues are so earth shattering. The way they're splitting the money, you know, you're, you're talking about right at fifty one percent of where the money is going one side or the other. So you're not, you know, yeah. it's not slanted one way or the other too bad. So at the end of the day, let's let's get the thing done and let's get down to spring training and, and have a normal spring. I think both Florida and Arizona really could use that after the last couple of years of them really struggling oh. without having spring. Yeah, Ron Coomer is our guest talking uh, late labor negotiations here in Major League Baseball as we begin to start, you know, it's just starting to feel this week like, hey, like, time to start talking some hot stove, fun baseball kind of stuff. Does a pension mean a lot to players that are in the game, or does that seem so far off to them uh, that that they don't care about it? You know how big, and, and I mean, my gosh, these pensions are getting big. I mean, you're in really good shape if you've got the service time in. But but does does a player that, that's going through it, does that mean much to them, or does that just seem so far out there that, that it, they don't even come to terms with it? I think if you're a 25-year-old uh, young player in the league, you probably don't quite understand it. Yeah. If you're the 35-year-old player in the league, you understand it a little better, you know. So I, I think all those questions are relative. I, You know, at the end of the day, um, different things matter more to you at different points in your career. And I think we're all guilty of that in some way, shape, or form, whether, you know, you're in the media now, you were playing 20 years ago, 
or for you, you know, all of us, we think of things differently as we get get older. So uh, I think it's a different different time. But with the money that's out there, you just, you know, you got to get a good deal for both sides. Um, and 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 some of these some of these issues it, it can be resolved. I think when you sit down like we have the last couple of days, and both sides have made some real concessions. I think that's a really good sign. Do you think players and management understand that you know th- this ain't the time, as they say? You know, w- when everybody's hurting in this country for different, not everybody, uh, but uh, certainly the vast majority, you know, have different pains for different reasons, and certainly a lot of fears. Uh, does that enter in where they go, "Hey, we we got to do this because we can't be seen as, as, as the people that wouldn't step up and get our job done"? Well, I really hope so. To be quite honest, I'm not in those negotiations, but. Boy, you know, when you when you walk around the ballparks and you're an owner or you're a player and you're seeing all the different things that are going on in, in our cities, um, boy, you really hope so, right? I mean, we we need some bright spots happening in our towns, right? I mean, we yeah. just do. Well, oh, man, if, you're, if your ballpark's urban, you you need to get some foot traffic going, you know? Right. I, I, I Chicago, Minnesota, yep. Minneapolis. I mean, think about it. All the, all the issues that we've had. We really need some positivity, and we need we need to get people together and doing some good things. And I think baseball is one of those things that we can do. So uh, I'm really hoping that both sides come to terms here in the next three weeks or so and, and kind of figure this thing out. Now, now when they, when they get that off and free agency kicks in, um, what are we going to see? Is there going to be a frenzy? I would think so. I you're probably going to get a week or two of free agent signing, and it's going to be off the spring. Um, so, you know, I would think there's a lot of backroom talks going yeah, on right G- now. GMs are doing, got the calculator out every day, right? They do. And, and the other thing is the friend of a friend that knows the guy that's the GM, <laughs> I think those things are happening right yep. now, big time. So, not, you know. not that I'm saying we would, but you can tell your buddy that if he was available and open to a three-year <laughs> deal, he might want to call us right away, <laughs> right? You got it. You got it. All right. Hey, hey, Coom, always good to visit with you. Say hi to Paula. I don't have to tell you to stay warm. We're the ones that uh, need to worry about that. And I hope you get up here before uh, spring and I can see you. Yeah, that would be great. I'm kind of planning on it one last time before the season gets started. But say hi to David. I know David is retiring or retired. Yeah. And and, uh, Patrick and Rosie and all those guys around town. I miss you guys. Same here. Thanks, Coom. Absolutely. Ron Coomer, that's fun to visit with you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.